Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O I saw a thing the other day. I saw a thing earlier today. It was like retro version. Like, have you... Did you have a childhood? Did you have an AOL email address and a MySpace? Did you use vinyl records and a rotary phone? I'm like, those are from Whoa, different eras. Hold on a minute. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> did you did you have an AOL email address? Did you use MSN chat rooms? Did, did you have to have to send mail via the Pony Express? <laughs> if like so, this. you're probably a Gen Z. Did you catch the Spanish flu? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to The Crunch, the only podcast that calls it the Superb Owl. It's your boy, Ethan. And I'm Patrick. Katie I don't, is just freaking out in her car right now. She's getting I don't so like mad. sports ball. I don't Congratulations like, on the big win. I went to the Rihanna concert and a football game kept interrupting it. I don't understand. <laughs> hmm. Our amazing, wonderful friend, Katie Prejean McCready. Uh, Who's on offense? I don't know. <laughs> it looks like I don't play ball. sports ball. <laughs> we occupy we occupy a hazardous middle ground <laughs> where do. we both hate football and hate people who hate football. Yes. Well, I actually, crazy thing is, given my history with the great oblong egg. The egg uh, shape? <laughs> yeah. I, I watched the game. I watched the big game. You watched the big game? I did. That's cool. And it was cool, except for that I didn't really watch it because we were like trying to put Peter to sleep, and so mm-hmm. I like missed the whole middle of the game. But I saw like the first uh-huh. quarter and the fourth quarter. So That's I part mean, that matters. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I they think, give you I a little hint good. of who wins at the beginning, and then right. <laughs> what do you mean? They give <laughs> you <a> hint? <laughs> then you're like you're like all oh, foreshadowing. One of the teams scored a point. Oh, that's foreshadowing. It's foreshadowing because so the person who wins gets the most points. So mm-hmm. when someone scores, scores a point, it's it's a foreshadowing. So anytime yeah. anyone gets a, gains a yard, it's it's a it's a light motif, is what it, you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just <wonderful>. a little. <laughs> I uh, I did watch the game. Considering my history is shocking, but also I've come around to the fact that sports are fine, and you can watch them when you want. And I don't think you have to justify yourself you at all to, you don't have to you don't want to you don't have to mm-hmm. um but i just don't understand how much how come they make so much money can you explain that to me <laughs> i'm glad that we're doing the. i'm <laughs> i'm working at 12 hours a day to feed my family and yeah. my, is my life worth less than a guy that sits on the bench for half of the game i don't know i don't know who knows? Yeah. What about the heroes, the nurses, and the doctors? <laughs> I'm not a hero. You're not. A hero is someone who gets up out of bed every single day, puts on his pants, puts on his suit, goes to work. I'm already disqualified from being a hero. Gets a distress call from the commissioner, mm-hmm. pulls off his clothes. Takes off his reveal. pants, takes off his coat, <laughs> goes back to bed. 
so it's been a week since the Super Super Bowl. Yeah. Our nation is has drastically changed. The phoenix has risen from the ashes. Wow, the sorry, egg has been deposited. I forgot what? to do this bit. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I got a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Where did you get? Is that made out of Lego? Is that a is a that a Playmobil ring? It was on a cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my wife let me have it because it perfectly fits my ring finger yeah, for some reason. You have a well, you have comically large hands. I don't have been understand why this. they made the cupcake ring that big. Well, because it's a they wanted to all, one size fits all. You know, it was designed in Minnesota and made in China. Really? Yeah. American jobs. <laughs> But I, I got this. I got this Super Bowl ring. So uh, thank you. Um, you thought my name was Patrick Nevy, but I'm actually Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> no way, Mr. Mahomes. Yeah. So nice of you to drop Your in. Honor. <laughs> can I, man, might I, Mr. Have, Mahomes? It's been an honor. <laughs> can I please have twenty million dollars now? Since we're friends, I understand why I love this meme so much, but it's the super <laughs> penguin, Mrs. <laughs> Obama. It's been an honor, Mrs. Obama. Yeah, <laughs> Madagascar penguins saluting. <laughs> I wish I'm I'm upset that they went the route of making a TV show based on the penguins of Madagascar instead of yeah. doing like the minions. That was like the penguins of Madagascar are what the minions were ten years before. And they should have gotten their own spinoff series of movies instead of sticking with that stupid lion and zebra hippo giraffe combo that they had. Yeah. Unfunny, unoriginal, ridiculous. I don't even, it was Chris Rock, David Schwimmer. Who played the hippo? Um, I don't, I, I couldn't tell. And then, and then some guy that played the lion. Not funny. No. The, 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 the penguins that were like fascists, that was funny. <laughs> i want i want the fascist penguins to have their own movie series you know i i don't know i i wonder if the penguins have the same the same like okay have you ever gone to a mcdonald's and say you know what i really like on my burger i like ketchup so yeah. i want extra ketchup on my mcdonald's hamburger sure. and then there's too much ketchup on the mm-hmm. burger mm-hmm. and it ruins the burger Right. Because it's just ketchup. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what they did with the TV show. I feel like a movie would have been the proper amount. Oh. You know, like just a spinoff film, like a Minions, right? Mm-hmm. But just one of them. Just one it's, Minion. But instead, we got Afro Circus. Like, who? Nobody asked for that. You know what I'm talking about? No. When the zebra is dancing, it was da 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 Afro da 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 Oh, yeah. Circus, Everyone in my Afro fourth circus, grade class Afro, thought that was polka so dot, funny. Polka dot Afro. Yeah, everyone thought that was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, we've all been through it. That, that was what TikTok was before it was TikTok. It was teasers TV from movies yeah. that would just that get would repeated. Be, that would repeated. become catchphrases. And it's just the best joke in the movie put on for free. You don't need to go see the movie. <sighs> yeah, that's always a huge bummer when they put all the jokes in the trailer and then you go see the movie and there's no other jokes. You're like, man, <laughs> I got got again. <laughs> they pulled a fast one on me. I went to go see a movie. movie. Oh, good. You ever seen the movie um, Trouble? I don't know if it's technically a feature-length film, but it was released as the movie Doggone Trouble. You can look it up if you want. Um, it's a movie. I forget who it's. It's about a dog that's pampered, and then okay. he gets lost. <gasps> so he has to become a, a real to, dog. No. It's oh. an animated dog. 
<laughs> it's not, not what I meant. Oh. <laughs> like he has to go from being a pampered dog to being a real dog. Right? No, I understand. <laughs> no, he's an animated this dog. Is not a, this is not a Space Jam situation where they have to come no, into the real no, world. No, this is not a Homeward Bound, but it yeah. is the plot of Homeward Bound. But it's not Homeward Bound. <laughs> so uh, why? Did you ever watch Homeward Bound? No, I don't know about oh. any of these. I wasn't allowed to watch dog-themed films growing up. Like this will influence the kids. They'll want a dog. <laughs> yes. Well, my parents, I, I beg for a dog. You've heard this. I've told the story about how they made me go outside and water the dog, you know, in the, in the <laughs> February mornings. Trim, prune the dog. But I think, I think my parents intentionally did not select dog based films for me to see. Specifically. So you wouldn't fall specifically in love with so that I would not fall in love with the dog. Marley and me not allowed. Even though I know that Jennifer Aniston kills the dog at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happens in that movie. Um, I was we did go see the Shaggy Dog with Tim Allen in theaters. I remember that. We also saw Underdog, oh. the, the superhero movie, the live action one in theaters. So anytime there was a remake of something from my parents' childhood related to a dog, we were allowed to see it. But it was strictly <laughs> confined to nostalgia. Strictly nostalgia bait. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. dog. So Trouble was originally released as Dog on Trouble, and he he goes and he has to be a real dog. And he has to be a real dog. Get yeah. A job. Dogs get dogs. Be, yeah. He has to you know go make the bones you know is to trade bones on the new york stock at the new bork stock exchange right? uh-huh um and the one joke in the movie mm-hmm. is that he backs into a tree and okay. all of the acorns from the tree fall out mm. and the squirrels mm-hmm. go you, you dropped our dropped nuts, our nuts. We, you you took our nuts and now we are mad at you it's funny because they say nuts and that's and supposed they, to be this supposed dude, to be testicles i kid you not yeah this joke where they say nuts repeatedly not just nuts. the word nuts but they come nuts. on the, the the squirrels would the squirrels would every time they came on screen they would talk about their nuts oh eight times the squirrels appeared each of those eight times had multiple nuts jokes okay so, so we're talking 24 jokes. 24 to 30 nuts this was the runtime of this movie was like 53 minutes. I'm pretty <laughs> sure 13 of those minutes were yeah, nuts jokes. We're just nuts jokes. Oh yeah, it was crazy. We Phoebe and I were so like bored by the end of it. I Why did you then, watch this? Was this on Disney then, Plus? It was on Netflix. And okay. then and the then? La, the la, instead of the ending of the at movie the end of, at the end of the movie was a was a rap that recapped the entire movie. Rapped. When was this created? When was by it made? Snoop Dogg. Oh. Yes, because his name is the, the word dog is in it. You want to you got to look it up. It's looking yeah. it up now. It was made in 2019. Really? That's yeah. Oh, oh, gosh, it's ugly. It looks like trouble the dog. Yeah. Why would you watch this? You're both adults. <laughs> what are you doing with your time? Come on. It looks fun. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It looks awful. <laughs> What do you mean? It's 53 minutes long, and you're like, this is about to be an hour well spent. <laughs> so for a while, Netflix every Starring Friday. Starring Big Sean. For a while, every Friday. Now, yeah. this film was released on May 28th, 2021 by Netflix. So that was about two and a half, almost. It was almost one and a half, almost two years ago. So this, uh, this was back. Netflix used to, they might still do this. I don't know. Just release like a new movie every Friday. Sure. There okay. was like a new release and it was something different every every week. And so we were always like, I always had off on Friday. And so our Friday would be, we hang out all day, 
Mm-hmm. We make we pistachio the pizza we can find. and then we watch the movie that Netflix is pushing that week. Wow. We had wow. some really good ones. Sure. And we had some really bad ones. <laughs> Are you still doing this? Well, no, like, is today we have a kid your day? Now. Today's Friday. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't work on Sunday, so I am working on Friday. Nice. Um, but yes, it, the the movie ends with oh my gosh. Uh oh yeah, the movie ends with the attention of famed singer-songwriter. Zoe uses the money to revitalize the dog park named Vanderhoosey Dog Park, dedicated to most both Mrs. Vanderhoosey and Trouble. She also begins living her dream as a singer, attracting the attention of famed singer-songwriter Jason Mraz. <laughs> I don't Snoop, know who Jason Snoop, Mraz is. Having probably been adopted by Zoe. I like how they say probably. Shouldn't they know? Having probably been adopted by Zoe, along with Otis and Caramel, proceeds to sing in dedication of trouble. The entire plot of the movie. Uh, Big Sean as trouble. Big Sean is the star. Big Sean is the what star is Big of this Sean, movie. What is Big Sean doing in these? Why is he? What? Big Joel Sean, McHale as Norbert. Big Sean, you made your money. Go, yeah, go right. retire. It's Caesar Milan was in the movie. Betty White. This was her last role. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? That would be funny. Let's look at Betty White discography and see how how bad her last. I don't think discography is the thing, but yeah. Whatever. Hold on. Filmography. Who knows discography? She might have a a, a last release, you know, on the ones and twos. Filmography. Betty White filmography. Oh my gosh, it was her last really? film. Really? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, it, it was a uh, Betty White a celebration. Her last appearance was in Betty White a celebration as archival footage, so that doesn't count. Yeah, that doesn't count. But um, yeah, her, her last, last... <laughs> her last role in a fictional film was as Mrs. Sarah Vanderhoosey in the in the fifty three minute Netflix animated. Disney animation knockoff release trouble man that's so funny man she didn't have to go out like that she did not have to that's such a bummer poor Betty White she really I mean she was on top she was in Lake Placid in 1999 she was in um uh she was in Ponyo she was in she was in uh let's see here that one was off the dome I wasn't even looking at yeah you're big on Ponyo <laughs> Everybody Party knows me. I love yeah, movies Patrick's, about fish Patrick, people. I think Patrick's a big fake Studio Ghibli guy. He likes watching <laughs> movies that look like they could be Studio Ghibli films, but are not. AKA Ponyo. Ponyo. Listen, okay, I'm not an anime guy, but I did like. However, <laughs> and my 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 sister in law is, and she had us watch this one movie. This is like this is probably knowing this movie, it's probably. Um, it's probably cringe for me to say this. Yes, I'm, it is. I'm not a real anime fan. Already, it's cringe. But have you ever seen the movie Your Name? Ethan. Movie. <laughs> no. Can't say that I have. No, the movie is called Your Name, or it's called something in Japanese. I don't know. But ah, it's very good. Origato. It's very good. We had to we, we had to watch it because Trinity wanted to watch it. Mm-hmm. And um, we did, and man, it wrecked me. I was a wreck emotionally. Is if you so want, sad? if you want to cry, if you, first of all, it's beautiful. It's ah, just a gorgeous movie. Yes, it's very pretty. But it's it's anime. It is. Hmm. I don't know. It's not like that. Don't okay. worry. Okay. 
Yeah, I had friends watching that were watching Sword Art Online together, and I was I, I like watched it with them, mm-hmm. and I was like, guys, this is this is just pornography. What are you doing? <laughs> this is just smut. Why are we watching this? Can I tell you about a movie that I saw the other day? Sure. I was so I was in St. Louis. The reason that I'm a little low energy today is because I was in St. Louis Wednesday and Thursday. That's right, back in the STL. Back in the STL. You got to fly this time. I got to fly this time, but my plane yesterday did not depart until 9.30. And so I did not get home until like 11.45. PM. And the, PM, yes. And then and then Peter was up all night. So it was just a, yeah, a tough. Uh, so you're a, you're a low T beta male right now. I'm, I, I would say that I am struggling. And, uh, but yesterday I had all this time. So my coworkers, they all, their plane left at 3.45 p.m. So, yes mm-hmm. so they took the escalade and they went back to the airport and they left me in st louis so i had to fend for myself against all of the ghouls and, and didn't want to hang out in the stl airport it's not it's not, not for great. not it's for six great. hours the stl airport it does kind of suck actually it's not, not a lot of options fun. in terms of no. places to sit even like there's really not yeah. a lot of seating and there's not a yeah. lot of uh food options Although the reason why there's not a lot of seating is why I got to meet uh, Archbishop Aquila, Denver. Really? Yeah, he was just sitting in the airport, and I was like, "You look familiar." And he's like, "I'm a bishop." And I was like, "Oh." Was he in his clerics? Yeah, and I just huh. didn't notice the cross. Sure, or the he wasn't the, wearing the hat. He wasn't wearing the know? purple hat. Yeah, no. He wasn't wearing a frock or whatever it is the the thing uh, that they had that has wings. What they have that little thing that. Could... You know, like the purple. No, he, he wasn't wearing that. He wasn't wearing. No, he was like just that. wearing like a black suit. Oh. And anyway, so I shook his hand. I was like, "Oh, it's nice to meet you." And then, um, I was like, "I think I've heard your name before." And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "I was like, I think I've heard your name before." And I was like, "Yeah." And I think that might be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know that could be a good thing or a bad thing, but I think it's a good thing. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I heard about you because you helped start like Focus and the Augustine Institute, or if you were implicated in a report on the pillar. I don't remember. Which one I don't it is. remember. Yeah. But then I but then I looked him up and I was like, I saw him on the plane again and he was in first class. He was kind of like, look, like he's kind of like, you know, I was like, hey, I looked it up. It was a good reason. I really like your your uh, your stance on confirmation. Have a great flight. <laughs> <laughs> Your oh, Patrick. Confirmation. <laughs> oh, Patrick, you poor soul. But anyway, I had all this time. Listen, some people think some people like my boyish charm. They find it. They find it entertaining. Who they listen? I don't know. Maybe who likes people it? Listen to this podcast. Yeah, maybe I like it. I like you. Comment in comment below if you like my my if you think that I'm charming. Please. <laughs> <laughs> comment section is gonna be a graveyard. Uh, we don't get comments anyway, so no, we get a few. They're me. I'm doing. I I comment on the videos. <laughs> so I went. I had them drop me off in a movie theater, and okay. I was. I didn't have time to see Ant Man three, uh, so I didn't see it. I also oh. heard that Ant Man three sucked, and so I was. Everybody says that about every Marvel movie that comes out. Now. Yeah, but I heard that it was bad but like everybody's saying that i don't care it's just it's it's popcorn it's keep consuming if you want sheep but i don't want to go see it <laughs> and so i didn't go see it so i saw the newest m night shamalian movie oh yeah knock at the cabin mm-hmm. and let me tell you something that was a bad movie <laughs> mm. 
I should have seen Ant-Man 3 Bummer. instead. I know. Yeah. It was, you know how sometimes movies, they're like, we're going to propose an interesting concept, and then we're going to expand upon that concept and do something interesting with it. What this movie did was, here's an interesting concept, and we're going to do nothing with it now. <laughs> we're just, we're going to give it to you all at the beginning, and then we're going to sit there for 100 minutes, and we're just going to kind of flop around and do nothing. The M. Night Shyamalan twist at the end was that there was, there was no twist there was and no it wasn't twist. interesting. <laughs> yeah, I was so, I was like ready for it. I was like, all right, so we're getting close to the end. So there's probably something crazy is going to happen soon. And then I just like realized more and more that nothing crazy was going to happen. And then I like, it was getting close to the end. So I pulled up the plot on Wikipedia and I was like, frick, nothing happens. Like I was, I was so <laughs> mad. I had sat through this whole thing on my, like trying to kill time. That's so nice. instead, after the movie, I went to the World Chess Hall of Fame. I don't know if you saw That's the cool. photographs that I took. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, because it was right next to uh, where the hotel that we stand at. There's a movie theater and this little shop. It's called a chess campus that they have over there. So there's like this big chess club that they opened up that hosts a bunch of international tournaments. And then they have mm -hmm. a Hall of Fame. And then they have a diner called Kingside Diner. And because uh, like a Kingside Castle, you know what I mean? Yes. And my coworker, we went to eat there once. My coworkers made fun of me because I fixed the chessboard because it was set up incorrectly. Mm -hmm. And they were like, what are you, some kind of nerd? I was like, yeah. Yes. But it's it's crazy how many chessboards there are in this little location where it's called the chess campus that have the queen on the wrong square. Huh. You know? It's so Weird. simple. So you think, they simple would figure, you think they'd figure it out after like you sit down to play and you're like, move your d4 pawn and you're like oh no the king's behind it that well, is a lot of people they don't think like that but it's so simple just the queen's dress matches her shoes put the white queen on the white square put the black queen on the black square That's and if you it. look if you look in the right hand corner there should be a, a white square in the right hand corner it's called white on right if you don't get all of that correct you will have a bad time playing chess <laughs> I mean, my 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 heart. Uh, the hard thing that I have, I had a hard time learning. The queen thing made sense to me right away. Sure, sure, sure. Because sure. you look at it, and you're like, oh, that the queen yeah. can do that. Um, the thing that I kept forgetting was which comes first, the bishop or the knight. Oh yeah, that was what I had trouble with. Yeah, that's a tough one if you don't. But, but then once you figure, once I started learning openings, I was like, oh well, yeah. Obviously you also you also can think you also think about it just in terms of a regular hierarchy. You know, the bishop is going to be closer to the king than the knight will be. Yeah. And then the castle is on the outside. Yes. <laughs> and it can move. <laughs> yes, exactly. For um, it's Harry Potter castle. But at the chess club, speaking of anime, there was a, a gold-plated samurai chess set that was for sale. Cool. Do you know how much it was for sale for? $30. No. Mm -mm. Bob, that's too low. <laughs> the price is not right it was on sale for seven thousand dollars wow that's crazy <laughs> yeah i was i sent a picture to emma i said fyi i'm buying the seven thousand dollar samurai <laughs> chess set and she just responded she said okay <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, but it was good that's funny hey thank you for listening to this episode of the crunch Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. So, Man, I'm, I'm tired. I don't want to go. I don't want to go on business trips anymore because I'm. I no. stayed in a hotel and I ate out a bunch. Yeah. And my plane was delayed, and and now I'm tired. It's not all it's cracked up to be. Honestly, man, the biggest the biggest traveling life hack is to eat healthy. Oh, that's yeah. like the biggest. That's the biggest traveling hack. The, the problem is, is that when you're with, we visited a pregnancy center that my company works with, and they took yeah. us to Cheesecake Factory. Okay. How on God's name am I supposed to eat healthy? The There's salads there. Salad is not healthy. Don't That's don't true. believe the liberal lie that salad point. is good for you because it's empty calories. You're not eating anything. You're just eating all the calories come from the sauce that they put on the lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> There's like salads at Cheesecake Factory. They have like steak at Cheesecake I got, Factory. I got a steak at the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> when they're when they're when they're paying when they're paying, you get the steak, man. Come on. Yeah. Come yeah. on. I looked over. I was like worried because I, like, I got the steak and everybody else got like pasta or whatever. I was like, oh, freak, did I screw up? And I look over and my boss also got the steak and he saw that I got it. He gave me a big thumbs up from across the table. I was like, hell yeah, dude. I'm dude, in business. Good. Dude, honestly, I okay. I told. I don't know if I told you this, but I got I got two steaks for four bucks at the <laughs> local grocery store. It was crazy. Patrick, they Patrick, I got bad news for you. Those steaks have been dropped in a puddle outside. <laughs> Dude, they were so good. They weren't like really? on sale or anything. They were just like what well, I think. I just don't think they were very. They just weren't very big, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and oh my gosh, they were amazing. And I was like, if if this is what if this is how much steak costs, like if this is if this is how much it costs regular, I would eat steak every day. If steak was two dollars, I'd eat steak every day. Sure, that's yeah. true. I I agree. But then it wouldn't be steak. Yeah. What would it be then? It wouldn't be a treat. Mm, do you it need your steak to be treat. a treat? No. Let's talk about treats for a second. Okay. Well, so a lot of the discourse now is revolving around uh, Lent. I yeah. see a lot of people talking about Lent. Are mm-hmm. you, so you're a dad. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's responsible for men such as ourselves to give up a whole bunch of stuff when we're taking care of a child? Because I feel like if I give up like sugar and all these things, what am I going to have? I might throw him on accident because I'm craving, <laughs> I'm I craving it's something. Possible. I, I've, I've been I've been tossing this back and forth because yeah. last Lent, mm-hmm. so that, like last year, was with X690. Fasting was very fruitful for me. Sure. Very good. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it will be this year. Right. I want it to be. Mm-hmm. I've noticed myself overeating. You know. Yeah. Um. But like that's not really the reason you should fast. Um, yeah, Lent is just a time to diet and exercise, don't you yeah. know? It's I mean, it's a restart the, of your New Year's resolution. That's all that it is. That's the goof. That's the goofball. That's the goofball uh, outlook. It's like that's the joke that we always make. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know if it's a good idea to fast because that's what Phoebe and I were talking about. Like when you know we it was like getting towards the end of Lent and I was still fasting every. Um, I was fasting every Monday and Friday. I wanted to fast every day. Yeah, don't do that. Um, towards the end. And she was like, well, because I had built it. It was, it was at a point where I was like, I figured out that, you know, you can eat, you can eat like normal on Sunday. And then if you mm-hmm. slowly restrict your calories by Wednesday, you're not going to be as hungry. You'll still get hungry, but you'll be able to handle it more. 
And then Thursday you don't overeat and then Friday you're good. And so I was like, I think right. I might be able to like bring myself way down to like mm -hmm. not need that much food. Sure. And she was like, but if I go into labor, you will need food because we'll yeah. be at the hospital for like possibly 36 hours. Yeah. And you're going to see blood and you're going to pass out and die because yeah, you exactly. bunk your head on the machine. Yeah. And, and then, and then what will your son do? He will have no papa. He'll be like, my dad fasted so hard. He died. <laughs> and so i'm wondering it's like the same same deal now right like if i if i if i fast i get more frustrated easily you oh, know yeah. well this is the um, point of fasting is this is the point of fasting realize to... i don't think i don't think it's it doesn't first of all it doesn't matter if fasting is a good idea or not because you have to it's like one of the things well you have you to have fast to twice yeah. like fasting fasting yeah 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 but it's a season of fasting Yes. So what does that mean? I saw a guy post on the Catholic Reddit like the stupidest thing that I've ever seen in my life. It was it was like t a tier list of fasting. Oh gosh. And he, and he like brought out all of like the traditional documents on like this is Spy Wednesday and all these like a bunch of words that nobody uses anymore. And he was talking about all the different days that you fast and all the different solemnities and all the stuff. And he had it. It was the most confusing graph I've ever seen in my life. And somebody in the comments was like, "Hey." Um, you probably shouldn't imply that some forms of fasting are better than others because like every person is different. And he, he responded and he said, actually fast, some fasting is better than others. The church tells us that you should go above and beyond what the, what the precepts are. And I responded to that message and I said, how old are you? <laughs> so I guarantee he's 19 years of age. <laughs> without, without fail. That was the biggest, that was the biggest criticism when you were, when, I mean, we, we added, we added the uh, the caveat of like if you're a single person and you have a lot of time, just go to daily mass. Right. But like now, I'm. I was like, I was I, last week. I was like, I was going to confession, been going to confession every week, going to mass every week, mm -hmm. saying my prayers every mm -hmm. morning. Oh yeah. And I'm getting holier, baby. Yes, I sir. Feel, I feel close to God. Mm. Doing my thing. It's mm. not. It's not cool. Yeah. It's not interesting. Yes, but it's like what I'm supposed to be doing, and I'm like, yes, this is good, and it's, you know, um, I don't feel I feel like I'm becoming a saint, even though I went to Life Teen, I still feel like I'm becoming a saint, even though even though they told me that anyway. Can we? We should. Here's what we should talk about. We should put that specific guy on blast right now. We should, and we can. This but... said zero phagy. I don't even know what that means. What? What did Strict you just say? Fasting and zero phagy. Fa what, what does is, that mean? What's phagy? Zero phagy. <laughs> X-E-R-O-P-H-A-G-Y. Xerophagy. Xerophagy. I don't I just made that up. I don't know if that's how you say it. Probably a way to okay. Xerophagy. The habit of living on dry food. Oh, only bread, herbs, salt, and water are consumed. Among primitive Christians, living on a diet of dry food in Lent, other fasts. Restricted diet of bread and water. Oh, I've done that before. Okay. So, he's so bread and that, water fast. He just he just had to feel special about saying bread yeah. and water fast. So tier tier two. Yeah. Okay. Tier zero is just abstinence. Fasting. And then fasting and abstinence on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. Um, generally speaking, if you're fasting, you should also be abstaining. That's general, but that's not a big deal. Um, abstinence. I feel All like you Fridays. can fast without abstaining. Like you can just not eat until dinner and then have meat at dinner. Sure. You know? Okay. Like that doesn't, that's not a big deal to me. Yeah. I don't generally know. speaking, generally speaking, I, it's generally not, it's speaking. not a big deal. It's not. Um, 
like it doesn't make sense to fast all day and then like go to cheesecake factory you know what i mean like actually it does though because <laughs> what if you're like you wake up you're like today's my fasting day but i have this dinner planned with whoever you know it's just like oh sure just yeah, do it you know what i mean like i feel yeah. like you, when you say things like that people will just not fast when they have to have that's a good a, point a yeah. dinner like that you know or at yeah. least that's been my experience so it's black fasting <laughs> this guy's making up words that's what i mean yeah so do you you realize how that's it's the most insane chart of, of all time but I wanted to I wanted to talk about something else, and it was a good your life team point was a good launch for that. For whenever you're done looking at that, I'll I'll get to the next thing. Oh, black fasting is when you don't eat except for at night. Okay, I understand. Nighttime, nighttime, black. There's a weird thing that I've just seen come up multiple times recently. Mm-hmm. Catholic Twitter, Catholic Reddit, just the church in general, where people say things as if everything ought to be for everyone. And I mm-hmm. think I think that that is wrong for multiple reasons. There's a tweet that we saw today that we clowned on. Not everyone can have my Super Bowl cupcake ring. Not everybody can. I'm special. You're the only one who's it fits on your fingers. For me it would it would dwarf my little slender guys. Yes. Little tiny guys. But today we saw a tweet that got deleted that we clowned on that it doesn't matter who it was by. That was uh like making fun of conferences. This is a classic thing. Yeah, yeah. World. People making fun of conferences, saying like, how how dare conferences be so expensive? Wait, we should just give the money to the poor. And then there's people saying like, well, you have to do xerophagy fasting and you got to do this and you got to do that. And there's people saying, well, if you go to Life Team, you can't be holy because of this, this, and this. It's just like, it. I don't understand why because a thing exists, people are like, well, that thing has to be for me because it's Catholic and it exists. Yeah. You know, I don't, what, what is the reason that people think that? Cause I just don't, it crops mm. up in so many different areas. Is it yeah. just because like Catholicism is universal and like, we're just accustomed to feeling like everything is for us. I don't know. It just, it feels weird. And I feel like we could avoid a lot of inter conflict if we just acknowledge like, Oh, the Latin Mass is not for everyone. The uh, Life Teen is not for everyone. Fasting a certain way is not for everyone. Conferences aren't for everyone. Like if we just kind of said that, can we all just go home and like be relax? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Am I don't being know. A, a moral relativist right now? Part of it is that... Maybe in a postmodern? I think there's multiple reasons why people do this. Yeah. I think one reason is that... I wanted to start with the less bad one and go to the normal one. Sure. Um, well, I don't know. I guess we're like, we're very self-centered. That's, that's reason. Who, you zero. and me? Yeah. Everybody. Oh yeah. Um, hmm. And then I think another part of it is that we feel whenever, <laughs> whenever I detected myself a negative response, I try to say, okay, why am I responding this way? Why is mm-hmm. this causing this reaction in me? Mm-hmm. you know yeah um maybe it's maybe it is because this person is a bad person but okay if this person is being a bad person why is it affecting me so much right mm-hmm. so like let's just turn the accusation into myself um when i get mad at a conference for existing right or exodus 90 for existing yeah i have to come up with a reason like i have to make up a guy 
and be mad at that guy for doing Exodus 90 and then sure. apply it to everybody. Right. So yeah. like, uh, you know, it's crazy get- how all these guys I make up look exactly like my high school bully. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I don't like Exodus 90 because it's too penitent. It's too much. It's not good for like, what am I supposed to do if I have a kid? Okay. Don't do Exodus 90. Don't do Exodus 90. You know, yeah. um, there's like, there, there's some, some, sometimes the reaction is, is like, sometimes the reaction is, you know, woundedness. I feel inadequate. I feel like I can never do Exodus 90. Therefore it's a bad thing to do Exodus 90. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm left out. I'm never invited to conferences to speak. Mm-hmm. When I go to conferences, I don't feel welcome. Mm-hmm. Therefore conferences must be bad. Right. I am not a speaker. Therefore it's bad to be one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that, there's that. And then, and then there's that other thing of like, okay, this is bad for me. So it must be bad for everyone. I don't know. I don't know what that's rooted in. I think, I think there's, there's good and bad reason. There's good. There's like, and I won't say good and bad. There's like understandable reasons like woundedness. And then there's just like being crotchety, you know, they're very concerned about money, but the, the, the criticism of conferences, I find, to be obnoxious, particularly because like two days ago, people were making the same, um, people were making the same argument against like those ads at the Super Bowl, the mm-hmm. the Jesus ads at the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, and it was like, oh, they spent so much money on. Mm-hmm. We never, we we don't never say these things about about other things. We tend to say those things about Jesusy things and not about like other things. Yeah, like, no one true. was getting mad. No one's getting mad at M and M's. Yeah. For not spending money on the poor. I'm mad at M&M's for having a confusing and upsetting branding experience during the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't know who that actress is. I don't care who she is. You don't why know who Maya Rudolph is. <laughs> why does she have clam in there? That's my thing. So that's rude that she stole that from me. And then uh, am I supposed to buy them now? Are they different? Is it over? I don't know. <laughs> I'm confused. And I'm, I... I'm upset with M&M's for not giving that money to the poor guy who thinks that the m&ms commercial was serious and they actually made clam m&ms it's me i'm the guy that's <laughs> I'm, that's, I'm, that's what i'm trying to tell you i'm why confused didn't, why didn't m&ms give that money to the poor right it's like is it possible is it possible someone made a really great response under that tweet that was like oh why do i have to go pay hundreds of dollars to go to a conference and do something i can do at my parish okay good point you don't you don't you actually yeah. don't have to yeah. If there's if there's nothing that's going to draw people to this, then it just will stop existing. Right. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Then they won't do it next time. You know, Great. it's like, OK, the, these conference centers are not like empty for the rest of the year. You know, like other people do these things and they're mm-hmm. much more expensive. My oh, yeah. uh, Phoebe's cousin works is a is works with a production company that does these conferences. Mm-hmm. It's for some of these conferences. It's fifty thousand dollars a day to rent the space okay just to have the space reserved for you and that doesn't doesn't sound like that much given the size of some of these places it's like one of one of the halls oh like not the main not like the whole space okay but it's fifty thousand dollars a day to rent the space okay Mm -hmm. the focus seat conferences are five days total that does not include load in and load out you have to rent the space for the time it takes to set up and tear everything down you could be in there for two three weeks prior to the event setting up so you might have to rent this place for $50,000 a day for a month to even use the space, right? 
it's crazy how expensive these these conference centers are. They're mostly used for like sales conferences. Right. And people pay like $15,000 a person to go. Yeah. Because the you company I mean? pays for it. Because the company pays for it, right? And it's yeah. like, but you know, okay, we're we're taking this, we're taking this this secular form and we're making it into a Catholic thing. Mm-hmm. Right. We've done this for centuries. Yes. Sometimes only rich people have access to them. Yes. That's just how it goes. Which is another thing. It's like, so the if so let's let's pretend for a minute that you're exactly right. The average family can never afford, would ever have never have a reason to afford to go to any of these conferences. I agree with you. It's only for the wealthy. So the wealthy just don't get to have conference experiences. Yeah, they don't get like to they do don't it. they don't get to do it. They don't get to potentially encounter Christ at <laughs> yeah. a conference because because they have more money than you. Like so, even the the logical conclusion of the thing doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because it's just you're mad. Just say that you don't like it and that you don't want to go. And like, it's okay. Instead of, yeah, it's whatever. okay. Yeah, but I, I don't want. I, think... I didn't want this to be about that specific thing. Um, oh, oh, sure, okay, yeah. Which is fine. I don't want to get too deep into the into the particular, but I, I do think I do think it's worth us talking about the Eucharistic Congress specifically. Sure, because yeah. Like I, I do think that I do think that there's like a there's a, a reasonable, um, ob, not objection, but like a reasonable discussion of like, well, can families go to this thing? Okay, maybe yeah. not, but like yeah. the real revival happened. We we were in the text. You were in the text thread. Did you mute that thing? Uh, it's a very yeah. Ethan thing for you to have <laughs> muted it. So I don't mind if you did. <laughs> but we were talking about we were talking about. I don't the want any of my friends to think that I don't care about them. <laughs> <laughs> we. It's okay to mute and check every once in a while. I have group chats like that. But we were talking about this in the in the one of us was 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 like sticker shock about taking their family to the Eucharistic Congress in the, in 2024, and that makes sense because it's like <clears throat> the the registration price alone plus hotel plus food for the week is a lot of money. Um, but like the Eucharistic Congress is like one event. Mm-hmm. that a lot of people are going to go to it's mostly mm-hmm. going to be young people and families that can afford that kind of trip but the real the real the real fruit from these conferences is what is what comes after and what comes before yeah you know yeah like the real the the real good things that come from i think this is true with everything that's not for you is like you don't get to be a part of the thing but you get to experience the benefit of the thing Mm-hmm. This is true with it's actually a deeply uncatholic opinion to be like, I don't get to do this, therefore no one should. Right. Because we understand that in heaven there is a hierarchy of oh, beati- of, of, of beatitude, right? Patrick's working his book in. There's a hierarchy of beatitude. This is not in my book. This is in Bonaventure's book. Uh-huh. He talks about, we've talked about this before. There's there's a hierarchy of, you know, there's we talk about like virgins and martyrs and confessors right like a martyr chads soy jacks (laughs) (laughs) those are the circles of hell um (laughs) sorry there are certain there are certain people who on earth have been able to participate in god's grace have been given Mm -hmm. a greater share of god's grace yes chief among them is the blessed mother who has a unique grace Mm -hmm. and then there's like there's tears below that right like a martyr has been given more grace by God to be martyred for the faith. A confessor, someone who has been tortured for the faith, has been given less grace than a martyr, just categorically speaking. Now, 
does this mean it's not fair for the confessor because he didn't get to be martyred? So like he, you know, all this stuff. It's like, no, the martyr, the it grace that he's fair. been given flows down to the confessor. The confessor accepts it, understands it, is brought up into the glory of God the mar- that the martyr experienced. And so like someone who is who has born, unless you, unless you believe that, but when someone goes through a spiritual experience, the world stays the same. There's no reason for you to be angry that someone else gets to do something cool that you don't. Unless right. you unless you believe that the world stays the same when someone has a spiritual experience that isn't yours. It's you know? a it's a zero sum game. Yeah. People did this with Austria in for F Franciscan. Oh really? I like pretty much decided I wasn't gonna study abroad. Yeah. Partially because we were building the podcast during our juniors my junior and senior year. And there was really no time for me to go to Austria and do the podcast. There's no internet in Europe. Well, it would have been it would have been unbearably hard. That's why that's why everything online. when I was five hours ahead. So everything online is in English. It was hard enough to schedule it when we were in one hour apart. Anyway, no, but also, but also in Austria, they they famously turn off the Wi-Fi. Yeah, in why? The, in the car because they want you to. They want you to get. To they want you to make out. friends. They don't want you to constantly be on Facetime with your friends back in the states. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, it they makes sense. You, they don't want you to stream American pornography in the in the Austrian. exclusively Austrian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't anyway. don't no jokes i'm Move not on. gonna make any jokes <laughs> i don't make jokes here that's not what i do i'm the serious <laughs> intellectual one and you are the comedy boy <laughs> buy my book with boy what if charm. i what if i released a book the day before yours <laughs> and it, you get together with i don't know like sophia institute press and you're yeah like, well i self-publish on amazon and i and it's a and it's an <laughs> airport book and it's a medical thriller and it's <laughs> And it's and it vastly outsells. How dare you bring? How dare you bring video bonus podcast content into this our main <laughs> podcast? <laughs> and uh, and what I'll do is I'll have a bunch of people endorse the book, and uh, all of the first letters of their names will spell out Patrick Nevy. <laughs> I read a really good book recently, though. Oh no, <laughs> it's called. No, I'm just kidding. We don't have to talk about it. Save it for the, the bonus. bonus. Save it the for the bonus, bonus pod. Ten dollars a month. patreoncom crunch. Um, another thing that's interesting, it's, it's also the, in the opposite direction. So another thing that I've seen is there is this post about, Oh, no one else can do this. Cause I did it. Um, no, no more. So like things being for everyone kind of, mm-hmm. but not in the negative way. So like there was this post that was a statue. It was meant to look like the blessed Virgin Mary, but it was a woman kind of holding out a cloak and it was kind of in a diamond shape and there were not really any defining, like it didn't look like a woman standing with a cloak on. It looked like a diamond, which you can imagine the implication of what that might look like. Oh yes. Got so, it. so they were, so there's a post about this and some, some, I can only assume young guy was like, I don't get it. Can someone please explain this to me? And someone was like, I'll tell you when you're older. And he was like, I, yeah, I don't know anything about this. You know, I went to public school, blah, 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 blah. And then someone responded to him and said, you should read Love and Responsibility. And I was like, this is the last person qualified to read Love and Responsibility. (laughs) Like, what, what on earth? I see what you're saying. You're right. Why? That that is another, another thing where it's like, oh, this person has a question about some sexual thing. He should read the most dense philosophical writing about this thing 
Yeah. Even though he has no experience. So I responded really quick. I was like, please don't read Love and Responsibility. Please read <laughs> Dr. Ted Shree's Men, Women, and the Mystery of Love. <laughs> like, just read that. And if you have questions. If you want to read that. If you want to if read you want to, And if you don't yeah. want to read it, that's okay. You might even need just like an instructional video. Might be a good place for you to start. That yes. might be that might be helpful. Go to go to go to have, tobinstitute.com. Call your Christmas dad maybe yeah, before you do anything else. But just like the, that's another thing where, and I think that's that culture plays into this other culture yeah. that we've been talking about. It, it's the it's, same. It's the same idea. It's like yeah. that's not for me, therefore it's for no one, and this is for me, therefore, me, therefore it's, for, it's everyone. for everyone. Yeah. yeah. It's two sides of the same coin, and I think it's 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 made it so that Catholics are incapable of, like, this is why we don't have really any ability to talk to or work with Protestants generally. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you know, like this weekend or this week, I was visiting this pregnancy center, largely run by Protestants. Pretty much everyone there is Protestant, I think, and they were like, for now, for now, there it's right next to the uh, to the basilica in St. Louis. And so it's like, you can't hang out in the shadow of the, one of the most beautiful churches in America. Yeah. And like the Rome of the West, the Rome of the West, the Vatican of Missouri. Which means there's a lot of, a lot of bank robberies going you on. You know what they should do? They should put an arch in the Vatican and call it the St. Louis of the East. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, nobody should do that. St. Hate... Louis of the East. <laughs> I hate the arch. I think it's a stupid monument. I don't like going <laughs> up in it. It's one of the ugliest, awful. It's it's like, what if they're like, when they built it, so they were a bunch of guys in a boardroom. They're like, all right, so we need a defining thing for St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need something cool. We need something cool. What should we build? What if we took all of the claustrophobic people and all the people who are afraid of heights and made their worst nightmare? <laughs> and then and then made it so that they I think to, they added the elevator later. <laughs> dude, the elevator sucks ass, bro. Have you been in it? No. It's we didn't a have time. little it's a little capsule mm-hmm. that is maybe the width the width of a man and the breadth of a child like it is it is small it's very small you can't stand up straight and you couldn't you could maybe lay down one direction but not the other way and you have to sit on a little bench and as it goes up it like it's just constantly like you you go up because you're turning you're going in an arch and so you're like in this little thing and you're kind of rocking back and forth and then you get out at the top and it's just this tiny room and you can feel it swaying back and forth in uh-huh. the wind and they have little windows. And then it says, you are 600 meters up. And it's like, what? who designed this? Who made it? Why? <laughs> all of the pictures in our scrapbook of when I went up is just like, you can see all the tears on my face or on my shirt from like because I was crying. I was so scared <laughs> when I was a kid. It's really up funny. In this thing. I was like 12. Really funny. <laughs> I had a horrible That's time. It's really funny. Yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> Got confused. St. Louis only has one river. Cringe, cringe gateway to the west. That's what I'm saying. St. Louis, uh, not St. Louis. Lewis and Clark's pit stop. We were talking about St. Louis. We're talking about oh, so we're talking about the Protestants. So the um, yeah, I think there's a really um, just like the there's so much struggle with the compatibility in terms of the way that we talk about the gospel because like as soon as someone says, oh yeah, he got saved, then it's like the alarm bells start going off and you're like, well, we don't talk about it that way. And like, you just are unable to bridge the gap for a lot of Catholics. They just don't know what to do when that situation, when someone starts speaking that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's a major, that's like one of the reasons why 
we have a lot of the problems that we do that we're not as credible as we do because we don't know how to speak about things that aren't in our own language you know um but it's kind of necessary in order to achieve the things for example like ending abortion yeah. you know we got to mm -hmm. work with the protestants on that like we can't just be on our own you know so yeah. you are you're gonna need to do that if you want to accomplish the things the change of society that you want to accomplish so yeah anyway, they got us into this saying. mess so they're gonna have to get us out of it the protestants uh-huh <laughs> one way or the other well yeah that, that was one of the big that was one of the the reason why the stereotype of of catholics is they have so many kids is because protestants had ways to not <laughs> yeah well for the longest time it was only catholics that were involved in the pro-life movement there were yes. no like for the first 10 years there was not really any protestant like they just didn't care yeah anyway now it's different but yeah which is good um Anyway, it, it, I was, I, I don't know what made me think of this, but I was at a bar with a bunch of friends and one of my friends brought her Protestant friend and one of my friends started talking to her about John six. Oh no. Just right out the gate. Buddy. Like, no, no, you don't. He didn't know. I was like, you no, don't know that he doesn't know. It doesn't, that's not how you do it. It doesn't you work. should know, but it doesn't work like that. And it was very funny. She was being so polite and we were like, sure. we got to save her. <laughs> we were all looking at each other like we got to fix this. <laughs> she thinks she's been saved. We're about to save her again. Joke's on you. This yeah. is actually, you think we're at a bar? We're actually at an Irish church. They look very similar, but they're different. Yeah. You come up behind him and you whisper something about uh, primary and secondary doctrine. And then he's so confused. And in that moment, she runs away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I um... It's the dude at the... <laughs> At the at the baseball game talking to the girl it's talking about john six <laughs> uh yeah yeah that's funny. i was i was uh, i i uh i a while ago applied for a job at a I was applying for a bunch of jobs and um this is a while this is a while ago a while ago long a time ago. long time long ago. time i was applying for a bunch of jobs and one of them was at like a protestant thing it was like a christian mm -hmm. thing but it was a protestant thing and I was like in the cover letter for the job, I was like very much like coding my language evangelical. Sure. You know, like I was sure. using the word Bible instead of scripture, you know, Whoa. like <laughs> Whoa. talking about being saved instead of my conversion experience, you know, mm -hmm. but yeah, like we, we don't, we don't know how to, um, we don't know how to, how to like, you know, cross the aisle in that respect, talk yeah. to people in, in ways that are, uh, and this is true familiar. of Protestants and it's true of atheists. This is why you get this is why people default to the right wing language when they're talking to people or left wing language, because it's mm -hmm. like they're like, well, I don't know what to do. So I guess I'll just talk about how, you know, I'll repeat Stephen Crowder's talking points about trans people or I'll repeat uh, the left's talking points about whatever gay marriage, because I don't know. Yes. I don't know what to it's say here. Shibboleth. Have you heard of this word? Shibboleth. Shibboleth. You have a lisp. What are you doing? What's happening? <laughs> I'll look it up so I know that I'm getting the right the right definition. Yeah. But it's something. Yeah. It's um, I've I've you isn't you've that one of the isn't that a demon in the Old Testament? Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, a shibboleth. You might like some people use the word dog whistle. Oh, okay. Um, a shibboleth uh, is a community wide password that um, so it's a customer tradition, usually a choice of phrasing or even a single word that distinguishes one group of people from another. Ah, um, yeah. So the word chotch for the crunch podcast in 2017 was a shibboleth. Yes. <laughs> wow. I'm making it, history. <laughs> it's, um, it's just, it's like it, it, in, in, in today's language, it just means like, it, it means like a, you hear the word dog whistle where it's like that it's similar in concept where 
one person uses this phrase that means something different to their group, but not to anyone else. Mm. So it, it's 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 sort of it's not just like the password is monkey foot. It's more like when I use the term inclusive, the word inclusive has a meaning independent of what you think of when I say the word inclusive. Mm -hmm. But to like, we're trying to build a more it's inclusive like, workplace. Yeah. All of a sudden to the to person who's completely unaware, it's like, oh, okay, cool. We're trying to include more people. Awesome. But to the people who are in that in-group, they're like, okay, this means there's something very specific about our attitude mm -hmm. towards LGBT people. Yeah. Uh, LGBT, I forgot the key. Um, you know, that sort of thing. It's also another phrase that I hear a lot, especially in the medical world, is when you start calling something safe and effective. That's oh yeah, that's a danger zone. Really? Yes, that's one that comes up a lot in in different. Tell areas. me about it, because that that's a great example. Because to me, that just sounds like right. Well, it's so I'm not. I don't need to. If you if you're gonna be mad about me about what I say about vaccines, you can be mad about me. I don't care. Best okay. on Discord. But there's a whole thing when the vaccines were coming out. Every single person that was telling you to get the vaccine said it's safe and effective, and that was really? just like the thing that was said over and over and over again. The same language is now being used in the pro-abortion industry to talk about I've heard the, that phrase about the about account. the abortion pill that they're sending to women to do abortions in their home. It's like, oh, it's a safe and effective way to have a do it your yourself abortion at home. It's like we're, this this line keeps getting trotted out and it feels like to me it's I don't know it's some kind of party line or industry line where it's like we we know that it's not but we're going to keep saying it. Yes. <laughs> you know. It's a great like there's some it, kind of internal cognitive dissonance where they have to keep proving to themselves that like these things actually are what we say that they are yeah. even though there's like mounting evidence in the vaccine case and there's very clear evidence in the abortion case that it's not. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think I think it's it's um it's a way to use language that it's it is effective in in its own its own respect because it it brings people into the in group as they figure out slowly mm -hmm. this is what this means. Yes. You know, it's like because when when you say I want to be inclusive or you know, we need to make sure that we keep I don't know. I can't think of another. One. I can't think of a right wing one right now. But <laughs> I try to play both sides on on things like this. Uh, you you say back the blue or whatever. No, those are slogans. Those are no, like maybe obvious, not a slogan. How about you know? this one? How about this one? How about this one? You say something like, uh, um, you know, my my rights. We start talking about your rights. Sure. Maybe. Or like rights also go both ways. The problem is, is that the right is not very subtle, and so they no. don't, they don't have a lot of these. No, but also because because the left just throws a bunch of like this is actually secretly well, well, a white is, power thing, you know. The left is more obviously satanic than the right, and so they more easily <laughs> use the, the things <laughs> that Satanists use, you know. <laughs> no, it, I I think I think a better a better. I example. love I love that phrase. I'm gonna say that sentence a lot more now. The left is more obviously satanic than the right because that's so... just. That's such a gift. It's gonna make everyone mad. You're asking for emails, man, is what you're asking for. Well, you're I just, asking we need to, for emails. We need to drive engagement. We <laughs> all publicity is good publicity. Yeah, I need to. I don't have enough angry emails that I can screenshot and put on Twitter and say, "Look at this." You know, look at this. Look at this nonsense. I'm all thinking right. about going locked on Twitter. By the way. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. My I haven't been growing as much as I thought I would. You know, sure. I started tweeting a lot more and I've only got, gained like two followers. So I'm like, first of all, I suck. Second of all, algorithm hates me. Third of all, I'm going blocked, locked so that no one can see my greatness. That's okay. the dream. And then <laughs> you can just be my mouthpiece. 
Mm-hmm. I'll pay you five dollars to tweet whatever I want. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> you'll pay me five dollars to tweet what you want? Correct. I'm oh. paying you for the privilege of using your audience. You're paying me for the privilege. You of... are going to magnify oh, my voice. Mm-hmm. Yes, my my oppression, my violence. Oh, God. You're gonna. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Stop. I'll, ble- I'll bleep all that out. Oh my gosh, that's very funny. I like, yes. I like when I like when I go. So obviously, I like going too far, but I like when I when I go a little too far. That even makes you stop in your tracks because then it's like, all right, I now know where right. I cannot. I can't go there again. I'm gonna get emails about this too. Yeah. I don't are know. We, so do you want how to do does Dr. This, dating how does this connect or? though? How does this connect? Oh, how does talking connect? about talking yeah. about people talking about people think that things aren't yeah. for everyone, and then we're talking about like the way we use language. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think connect? it has to connect. I think we're just processing. I think it oh, connects cool. insofar as uh, everyone just needs to be chill and normal and use prudence instead of yeah, just like think about people other than yourself. Fundamentally, mm, is really what it is. Like there, <laughs> there are other people than you who will enjoy other things in you and who need different things in you. Um, and just because something is good or bad for you doesn't mean it's good or bad for everybody else, which is hard to do when you live in an echo chamber of social media. So that be aware, true. be no, on that, guard. That is, that is a great way to connect it. Cause it's like the reason why we are so like, well, this has to be for everyone. This isn't because it me, is, so it, it is for it, everyone that we talk to. Yeah. Cause, and we, we keep ourselves in these echo chambers. People talk about social media creating an echo chamber. I think we create, we created social media. So yeah. Who created the echo chamber? We create the echo chambers. Or the egg. We create echo chambers through our use of, through our use mm-hmm. of language in that way. I think it's actually called echo chambers monster. <laughs> Is the echo chamber in the room with us right now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new favorite meme. When That's- you're like, you gotta pick. You gotta pick one. You can't do Mrs. Obama. It's been an honor. And <laughs> my new the, favorite. It's my new favorite one. Yeah. After the last I, hour, I, I saw. I saw um, <laughs> some uh, some some right wing um, commentator on Catholic commentator on Twitter said something about um, feminists infiltrating the church, and someone responded, "Are these feminists infiltrating the church in the room with us right now?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh that is really man, funny. that sucks." <laughs> just got so owned. But I did, um, I did get blocked on Twitter by this guy, and I a critique of him is in my book, and so I don't <gasps> know. He's not. He's not going to find out about it. Who? Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Tim Gordon. His his case for patriarchy book I I had to read it. Yeah. Um it was uh, bad. It was poorly written. Yeah. I have to be honest. A lot of books it, these days being poorly written. It I he said a lot of things like history and church teaching. It's obvious based on history. History shows us. Church teaching shows us. In the same way that like people say science, science says. Yeah. Yeah. Or studies have shown. Studies have shown. Um, it's and and there were really there were no like there weren't really citations for these things. Studies he have shown of, that your ass is grass, Mister. That's what I'm <laughs> he, saying. He he did that. He did that thing that I like that right wingers do when they take a papal encyclical about liberalism and they say, "See, the popes didn't like the left." 
and I have like I have bad news for you, my yeah, friend. Buddy. Let's, All let's of your talk. opinions are included in that word. Liberalism. I know. Let's talk about definitions here. <laughs> let's talk about definitions and terms here. Um, That's unfortunate. So yeah, it was it was it was a very poorly written book. Um, Poor Matt Frad collaborator Timothy Gordon. He hasn't. I don't think he's ever been on Matt Frad's show. He has been on Matt Frad's. Show. Oh, he has been on Matt Frad's yeah. show. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But I think someone Matt has uh, has apologized. For oh plat- really for platforming him yeah interesting yeah. i do or at I least do acknowledge know, that he's like a little bit off the deep end i do know i do know that um he had abigail favale on his show but not stephanie gordon and a bunch of a bunch of tim gordon people were mad about that i don't know who those people are and i'm okay with it abigail favale is great she wrote a good book i'm citing it in mine <gasps> i gotta write she a follow me on twitter the other reason that i have to write a book before yours is so that you can cite me in your book <laughs> if you quote one of my tweets in your book, I'll give you a thousand dollars. That's way too much money. It's Patrick. Look at me. Yeah, it's not. I'm really, I'm really hoping, I'm really it's hoping enough. that this, I'm really hoping that this book makes a splash, mostly because I, I want to be famous. <laughs> I want this podcast to do well, Ooh. and this book making a splash will help our podcast do well. Yes, yeah, so we can go on the tour. I've been thinking a lot lately about how. We so we can just start doing this before. Yes, I want to be. I want to be famous. I want to be famous too. Yeah. It's with fame comes money. With money yeah. comes not being stressed about. When money. you write a controversial book about gender in today's political climate, political climate, you get to go on Fox News, Faux Fox, News, Faux News. They should spell F A U X News. Yeah. Um. So let me tell you this. So here's what I think we should do. <laughs> what? Sorry. This sounds like a Norm Macdonald setup. <laughs> let me tell you about this. Here's what I think. I was thinking about, let me tell you this. Uh, <laughs> well, I believe. <laughs> I've been reading a lot about this Hitler guy. Yeah. It's, the more uh, I do, I don't like him. <laughs> the more I learn about this fella, I don't care for him. So I think, here's what I think we should do. So before your book comes out, obviously yeah. after the book comes out, you're going in around the book, you're going on a press tour. You're going on all the shows. Ave Maria is like, go on this show. Go on that show. You're going to be on Matt Fred without me. It's fine. I don't care. Whatever. Do what you have to do. <laughs> before then. Mm-hmm. We should start DMing and leveraging all of the connections you have so carefully crafted and I have so carefully avoided. And we should ask to be on every podcast that we can ask to be on in like the next six months so that we can double our audience in six months. I think it's possible. What do you think? I think so too. A lot. I think, I think because of your boyish months. charm and because of my right wing views, we're. <laughs> We're gonna be big time. We get. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh, I'm rebranding myself <laughs> as right wing. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start slowly, like on the wall behind me. I'm gonna hang up like a handgun. And like an American flag, and just start. Did you see that? Did you see that that political cartoon that was like? Um, what do you think about my idea? I think it's a great idea. I okay. think you becoming a right wing grifter is a great idea. No, I just I'm gonna become I'm gonna become the abrasive one, and you're gonna be like the. Cool I, I hope you do recognize that. Um, let me leveraging all of my connections for free publicity can only happen once. Yes. And I have a book to promote. No, but you <laughs> let me let me explain this to you. You don't have to leverage your 
connections uh-huh. because the publisher will do that for you. The publisher will say, hey, we need Patrick on your show. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. And so, and, and if mm-hmm. we go on, let's mm-hmm. say in March, your book comes out, what, September? I don't know when the book comes out. Book we'll come out year? in 2024. Yeah. So a year from now, 2024, yeah. you say, hey, I'm back. Remember last time we were on? Oh, we had so much fun. And you have a book out now? We already have rapport. I'm, we're going to do, it's going to be so much better than it would have otherwise. So That's I'm, a good point. What I'm saying is I'm helping you. Actually, you're right. Reaching out just to be on their show is better than reaching out to be, to promote my book. Yes. That's a good point. That's it. <laughs> I'm rarely right about these. To things, our, so to our editor good. in Ghana, can you clip that? <laughs> um, Dr. Ethan Daniel? Welcome to Dr. Ethan's Dating Corner, the part of the show that's sponsored by our Discord, bit.ly slash crunch discord. Go to the Discord to post your dating corner question. Sorry to the person who didn't realize that we were going to ask answer their question live on the podcast. Um, if you post your question there, it goes in the podcast unless you put anonymous. Because some, I didn't think about this. Sometimes people post things on the Discord and they're like, my boyfriend's never going to see this, but they listen to the podcast. And then we ruin their relationship. And we ruin their relationship. We've ended as many relationships as we've begun, which I feel like it's good to stay even on something like that. It perfectly balances all things should be. I yeah. did get an anonymous question to my email. Oh, Patrick at the crunchcast.com. So this one is actually brought by my inbox, <laughs> uh, not by our Discord. So yeah. this is sponsored by my uh, my Gmail. Yes. Um, the sentient on- G from the Google logo sponsors this. <laughs> The um, this one comes from an anonymous female, so please give them a name. How about Ashley? Ashley, hey, Dr. Ethan and Professor Patrick. I have a situation that has arisen with a friend for context. We are both upperclassmen at a university with a substantial. <laughs> we're both Catholic in the community. we're both upper class, <laughs> we're both upper class. We can afford to go to conferences. <laughs> um, he and I have gotten to know each other for a few years, including time when we were dating other people. Ooh. Ooh. Recently, we spent more time together. Quickly, mm-hmm. I saw that I really like spending time with this guy, more so than I realized in the past. He's also been dropping some hints that the feeling is mutual, so hopefully something concrete will be happening soon. Yes. Here's my question. Okay. And some more context. Oh. My Why most recent put it in the previous context section? <laughs> my most recent relationship was a long-term... Wait, hold on. Am I getting... Oh, I'm getting... I oh, thought my, it might... my wife is calling me. Don't pick up. 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 Okay, why not? No, you put you oh. should pick. It's your wife. Why are you listening to me? <laughs> Hi, Phoebe. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Here's my question. Yeah. My most recent relationship was a longer term serious one and ended in the guy breaking up with me to pursue discernment of the priesthood. Okay. Because of this, I'm a little hesitant to start again and I and open up to someone else with the fear of it not working out. Any advice mm-hmm. for starting over? What are you you're just never gonna date again? Because this one guy hurt you? You're just hanging it up? <laughs> you're amazing. You're actually. The upper class. You man. have your own furniture home store. You are you are named after exactly. one of this country's great civil rights leaders, Ashley Smith. And she it, marched. Is Ashley Furniture Home Store a national chain? It is. Okay, good. Because I was worried it was only a Melbourne thing. Ashley Smith marched from Wichita, Kansas to Salina, Kansas. Protest. To, <laughs> to protest the wheat tax. On Kansans, and you're named after Kansan women, specifically Kansan women, and she was a farmer, and you are of her bloodline. And I'm telling you now because she's contacted me, and she wanted me to let you know that you're her granddaughter. 
So anyway, I don't think you should be worried about anything because you come from good stock, the civil rights movement. Chicken stock. Chicken stock, wheat stock. Wheat stock. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, what are you worried for? You're you're attractive. You're fun. This guy likes you. Mm. So you date and it doesn't work out. You've learned more than you did before. You know? Yeah, it's like I'm 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 hesitant to start again and open up with someone else for fear of it not working out. Any advice for starting over? Um yeah, fear is not a good reason to not do something. Yes. Um that's the line that I used to get Emma to date me, by the way. Really? Yeah, pretty much. That's good. <laughs> yeah. She was afraid. This is the exact this is almost exactly the same thing as what happened. Emma didn't have like a long term relationship before me. But mm -hmm. she was afraid that we were going to date and it wasn't going to work out. And I was like, being afraid is like not a good reason to do anything. So like regardless of me wanting to be your boyfriend, don't make decisions out of fear because that's not going to get you where you want to go. Yeah. So even if it means me not being your boyfriend, I want you to make a decision out of peace and not out of fear. So discern that and then get back to me. And then she's like, yeah, I want to date you. And I was like, frick yeah, dude. Heck yeah, let's go. Score! So uh, <laughs> Hey, it might anyway. work out. It might work out. Who knows? It might not work out, but it might. I mean, and that's either either things are going to work out or they're not. And 50-50, I like those odds. Everything has a 50-50% chance of happening. Everything. Because either it happens or it doesn't. And that's 50-50. Hmm. Statistics, baby. Yeah. Meteor hitting the earth, 50-50. Me trying my shoe, 50-50. Me pooping my pants, 100%. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you add up the first two things, you get the third thing. <laughs> <laughs> a meteor hitting the earth and Patrick tying his shoe is the perfect mixture. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's much more to say. It's hard. Any tips for like starting over? You're not really starting over. Like this is not. You're not doing the same thing again because you're a different person now. You That's know. That's true. It's like, a new thing. You, you have learned so much. You're in a completely different stage of life from when you started dating. You have new friends, new relationships, new experiences. It's like. Sure, it's starting over, but don't think of it as I'm going back to where I was three years ago when I started dating Brad. You know, yeah. um, you you are you are you now, and so be confident with that. Like you're you've grown, you're yeah. you're better, you know more. Yeah, don't compare this relationship to the last one. That's yeah, not that, good. That's, that's not gonna that's not gonna work out for you. That's yeah, not gonna be. Fun. What will work out for you is dating this guy. Yes, and falling in love. Looking forward, looking forward to hearing, uh, hearing yeah. the, the 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 reply email ten years yeah. from now when you're like, we now. have, we got Four married kids. and we have five grandkids and we're very happy. <laughs> <laughs> they work fast up there in Kansas, Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, the Kansas. The descendants of Ashley Smith are a hardy bunch. They really are. They're very <laughs> fertile people. The Kansas. <laughs> they go quick. <laughs> they do. Well, that's it for the podcast. I think yeah. if you like our show and you want to be a part of our community, there's 450 people that also love our show and want to be a part of this community. And they're on Discord. So people if you go the to- People show so much, they're willing to talk about it off the clock yeah. in their free and, time. And talk to each other and share Indeed. things and post pictures of what they're doing. And it's yes. very wholesome. It's very fun. You learn a lot mm -hmm. and you get exposed to new ideas and worldviews. Mm -hmm. And it's on bit.ly slash crunch discord. And it's a chotch free zone. We don't if, let any chotches in. There's if you want to go even deeper and you think, that what, <laughs> you think that what we're doing is worth Sorry. money, 
because I think it is, Patrick. I don't know about mm-hmm. you, but I think this podcast is worth $2. Do you think $2? I think this podcast is worth $2. $2. Hey, and if you think that's true, we would love to give you a free podcast for those $2. That's true. Right. So it's a BOGO. It's buy one, get one. Yeah. It's like a pay less shoes. <laughs> and so if you go. RIP and peace. RIP and peace. Go to patreon.com slash the crunch. You give at the $10 a month level. You get two podcasts a week. That's more than your grandma has ever had. And yeah, my no, my grandma has had 10 minutes of one podcast. Ashley Smith wouldn't dream of having that much audio content on her Jeez. march from Wichita to Salina. She fought for equal rights for women's podcasters. And yes, you and should... you can you can make that a reality unless you, of course, hate female podcasters. Then you hate don't women, give don't us money. if you hate women, don't give yeah. us money. If you love women, support us on Patreon. So do the math. Um, we're about to be rich, bro. Dude, we're gonna be so rich. Everyone, everyone's about to give us money on Patreon. <laughs> Next week, we're gonna be like, no one, no one, no one new supported us on Patreon. I can't believe all. our How audience is canceled. <laughs> our audience is canceled. Finally, support women. If you want to see all the visual gags and goofs that we do on this podcast, you should subscribe on YouTube at the Crunch mm-hmm. Catholic Podcast on YouTube. You click subscribe, click that bell button. And yeah, uh, like you'll get notified every we time did a we post bit. a video. Yeah. Earlier, we did a bit where Ethan said that people wearing flannels should be made fun of. And I took off my flannel mm-hmm. without saying anything. So if you were an audio listener, you didn't get that joke. You missed out. So you can only catch that on YouTube, youtube.com, the Crunch Catholic Podcast. Patrick, you got anything else for the people? If you're only an audio listener, you're also not going to get this bit either. Bye guys, see you next week. Bye guys, <laughs> <laughs>